Hey, welcome to the Beer Path Success. My name is Todd. Mass with me today. What are you eating? Dude, that looks delicious. Here we go. All right, let's try this again. We got a phone call 43 minutes and 20 something seconds in, and it deleted our recording. <laughs> so we're starting over, and we are a few more beers past success. Oh. Matt has got Chef Boy RD. <sighs> That looks delicious. So good. Oh man. So we started in talking about people taking themselves too seriously. Yeah, people taking themselves way too seriously, which dissolved into basically parenting insecurities, baseball. And the fact that apparently it's a game you don't want to play if you want to win. No. <laughs> Baseball makes you feel like you suck. And someone always wins. <laughs> Go play baseball. You'll never win. It's horrible. I mean, that's oh, my experience. Man. Dude, I was thinking about an analogy today. Um, I don't know, probably around noon. And it was... Uh, how you, okay, so losing sucks. Losing sucks no matter what it is. And then someone, uh, well, no, losing doesn't always suck. Sometimes you have fun, but you still lose. Well, you can also have experiences within that, but in the ultimate thing, when the, when the bell rings, it can suck. So let's take a baseball game. I'm kind of familiar with that. You can hit a home run in a game and still lose. You hit a home run. That's a blast, dude. Like that's I'm sorry for the pun. That's like that's that's a lot of fun jogging around the bases, doing everything right. Feels like it was effortless. You hit a home run. You scored a run. You did everything right. You did everything you possibly could at that moment. But you still lost the game. Well, it's like how many different games? Like like naval action, mm-hmm. the game we were playing. You know, like you might do awesome. Naval action. Not even battleships, warships, warships. Sorry, very similar game. Anyway, you might do awesome that round. Your 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 team still lost, which could transition to a whole thing about how you know there are plenty of times in life that your own success does not mean the success of the team. Right. Yeah, especially in baseball, it's interesting. I had a conversation with someone that said that, you know, in, in basketball, there are one-on-ones all the time. Like, you still need to beat, be able to beat someone one-on-one. But in baseball, you don't. And I was like, uh, uh, what? And in, in that moment, I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, they honestly believe that. And I was at a point, I'm like, I'm not even going to argue with you because you think there are no one-on-ones in baseball. Uh Pitcher and batter. Thank you. <laughs> like, like, I don't even play baseball. <laughs> and then, I mean, I guess you could argue that, you know, the, the pitcher has his defense behind him. But just that moment of, because all a hitter can really do is square it up and hit it hard. A hitter already, all right, so mathematically, they say it's impossible to hit a 90-mile-an-hour fastball. And by that, they mean to hit it in the 2 to 3-inch wide spot, the sweet spot on the bat and then the 
sixteenth to quarter inch wide. Um, also spot makes a little rectangle and then they have to hit the a round object just right to hit it back they say that's mathematically impossible but it happens every night at least during baseball season and then you have to hit a 90 degree cone then there's nine guys trying to get you out right the only guy i know that could ever fight nine guys and win would be like a chuck Norris, <laughs> right mm-hmm. it, it's a joke it would never happen um it's those are crazy odds. So if you hit the ball in the air, someone catches it, you're out. If and this is keep in mind, you've already done the mathematically impossible. And well, let's say you hit a ball on the ground, and they have to field it. Well, now you have to outrun a ball because now you have to run ninety feet. Outrun yes. a that can go t- up to ten times faster than you can. Yeah. Like it's crazy hard. Yeah. Like this is so difficult. And yet, if you do it three out of ten times, you're Hall of Fame. But we do this every night. We expect to win. And I think going up against that, especially like with wooden quotes, we've talked about it before. But like, if you do the best you can, you've done everything you can in order to, that aligns yourself with your best chances of, of success and becoming everything you possibly can to achieve that peace of mind. Like, you're successful, dude. Like, so much yeah. crap. Like, what are you going to do if there's Chapman on the mound and you're a sophomore in high school? You're going to hear three fastballs go by. That's what you're going to do. And then you're going to go sit down and tip your hat. And that's it. And hope you don't get killed. Like, but you did your best. Yeah. That's, uh, that's all you can do, right? Mm-hmm. So, but. <laughs> have to sign a ball afterwards. <laughs> I don't think I want to bunt a 98 mile an hour fastball. Yeah, good luck. Now, I didn't play baseball, but yeah. the idea of like, I want to expose my knuckles this hard I, I gotta teach you how to bunt I don't really I'm care to learn so. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you do it right your fingers should be okay unless it like completely runs then you're getting hit anyways but. I'll take bullets thank you <laughs> I'll take the fucking 90 mile fastball <laughs> um oh uh, 90 no, mile but, fastball I mean, 200 uh, 2000 feet per second I think I think there's a few things with that though I mean like one, you know, so, okay, success. Yeah. I, I think it has different tiers of it, mm-hmm. you know. Did you do the best you could given your scenario? You know, a, a, a big thing for anyone who's ever, um, if anyone's ever interested in it, I highly, highly, highly recommend Robert Greene's The 33 Strategies of War. It's a wonderful book. Um, I would put it in my top five of books to read in life if you're going to pick any books. But one thing that you'll learn very quickly from a military strategic standpoint is like retreat mm-hmm. is not failure. Retreat no. is not quitting. Retreat is not cowardly. Um, retreat is strategic. Now, if you retreat and retreat and retreat and retreat and retreat, or you have the upper hand or, you know. I think at that point it becomes fleeing. You're running away. Yeah, there's yeah, there's a difference between retreating and fleeing. Like retreating has to do with you are obviously outmatched per this situation. Only a fool would attack. Right. So you're not foolish. So you retreat back. You gain the upper hand. You reconnect with the larger force, whatever it may be. Right. Um. That's just smart. Yeah. But the, I guess the point that I'm getting at is. 
to look at it from a life perspective, there are going to be times where you're going to be outmatched and you're going to lose. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah, I struck out all three times I was at bat this game or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know? You did your best. Yeah, sure. I mean, does that necessarily help in your overall success? Well, no, it doesn't. However, what did you learn from it? Exactly. You know, um, are you going to be able to look at the situation and go, you know, I did my best, but my best was not good enough. Yeah. So how do I get to like, like failure is not the end all be all end of the day. You know, negative aspect. You know, it's it's what you look at it as. You know, if it was okay, had I known how to handle these three pitches better, right. or maybe I was standing wrong, I swung wrong, my form. I don't know. I'm not a baseball player, but or maybe, you think maybe, you're a home run hitter that weighs 135 pounds. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, and that's another thing. You know, maybe put launch you, angle, you man. Need to, you know, play play your strengths. You know, right. um, if I go into the gym and say that I want to deadlift six hundred pounds today, you're gonna look mm-hmm. at me like, dude. Uh, I'll meth. call the ambulance. <laughs> yeah. Like what? Yeah. Um, are you on meth? You know. Um, Keep your back straight. But, <laughs> um, but anyway, like my point there is, failure is not. Dude, it's not. not even failure is not the end of the world. It's, no. but it can be if you let it. If you catch a bullet to the face, absolutely. I mean, mentally, I get you. I'm with you. The, uh, I mean, yeah. like if you let it be the end of the world, like oh I failed, and then oh now I'm gonna go do this, and I'm gonna do this, and then you have that snowball effect. You've mentioned a little bit about that. Um, you being tidy around the house in the 45 minutes that we lost. Um, and how that can affect you, a little bit, a little bit. So every, everyone's gonna strike out. The, the thing is, if you if you struck out swinging, you swung, you, you gave it, you just got beat. Like, yeah. it's one thing to strike out looking, it's another thing to strike out swinging. Like go down, there's there's that saying, you can go down swinging. But, um, oh man, I had a really good saying for what you were gonna say, and I just totally went down another rabbit hole. That's like my day every day. Yeah, it was really good too. This is what I say like all the time. I don't know. I'll think about it. I'll think about it again. No but way. uh, oh, failing in the gym. This isn't quote, but uh, it's an example I use. We fail in the gym, meaning you push yourself until there's nothing else you can do, and your body literally starts mainly shutting itself down, and that is in the form of lactic acid it interacts with enzymes and literally shuts certain segments of your muscle down so you can't let's take a push-up for example you get stuck at 90 and you just you're pushing you're giving it everything you have and it's just not happening you're just staying there you're falling there (laughs) right that is that is failing and failing is a good thing you fail in the gym to succeed outside of it because you're pushing your limits so then after you've done you're failing your proper fail this isn't like catastrophic failure like dislocating a shoulder or breaking a femur this is muscular failure training wise. You're pushing a limit. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess that's a that's a way to look at it. Is are you not meeting your goal? Then okay, failure. Sure. Right. But why though? You know, if if it's injury, if yeah. it's 
like you said, catastrophic failure. Mm-hmm. It's a bullet to the face. Like that's a catastrophic. I mean, injury. when when yeah. it's I mean, it's one of those things you have to look at. Is like, is life gonna hit you with things that are outside of your control? Uh-huh. Yes. Sometimes it's gonna hit you so hard with things outside of your control that you're going to be, you know, permanently disabled, figuratively or not. I mean, even in my yeah. current situation, what I've talked about recently. There's some stuff in my own personal life that has now caused me to shift gears on what my lifelong goals were going to be. I can't, yeah. I cannot now, right. given certain circumstances, I cannot pursue those same dreams that I have wanted right. ever since I was a kid. And is that sad? Yeah. Yeah, that is. But... Um, you know, and there are some people that be like, okay, well, there are ways of remedying that. Well, okay, there are ways of remedying it, but... <laughs> just not legal. But just not... Yeah, <laughs> my, my point is, realistically speaking... Right. You know, um, the, the personal life and responsibilities that I have, and I have to own those responsibilities That's as much advantage. as I can argue and say that it's not really my fault. I have to say, you know, they're my responsibilities... And I have to look life in the face and go, okay, this is where I'm at. Now, what am I going to do where I'm at? Like, right. what am I going to do with what I have? We, again, we, we bounce back to the 45 we lost. If, if you don't mind me sharing uh-huh. about, okay. Um, Matt had talked about how he had uh, some interactions w- with a girl that he was attracted to. Um, they came back and talked again. Basically, Matt got shot down. He took a chance, and it just wasn't in the cards. So he felt really bad, and he, he talked about how he, he got through it, and then got over it, and then moved through it. Um, I'm blanking, like, so hard right now. Well, I mean, the thing that I was getting at is I tried for it, failed, but I framed the whole situation yeah. to realize that, you know, at the end of the day, like... Yeah, this feels bad. Everyone, like everyone's been rejected. It yeah. Doesn't matter who you are. You know, you've yeah. tried, you failed, you've you've wanted to like date this person or not yeah. or whatever. You know, even girls out there, even though they're not the ones who are like the pursuers usually. Twenty eighteen, man. Um, yeah, that's why I said usually. Um, <laughs> my point is that like even though that's not the standard, like you've st- I mean, girls still try. You know, right. they still put on makeup and they do all this stuff to like. Absolutely. attract the person that they want you know I had a girl once who um dude this blew my mind this is like this is the way most girls are she like knew my schedule in college so she knew like when I was going to be walking back to the dorms and so she might just happen to be walking by at the same time now does that sound a little stalkerish You're like yeah it kind of does when I say it out loud but it was like her way of trying to set up stuff to like make herself have opportunities of you know but my point is like you're trying you're trying how'd that turn out oh we dated for a couple months i joined the army they fucked me up in the head and then it fell apart so don't date an army don't date an army yeah don't Don't be a whore you heard it right here (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) now i'll give a little piece of advice unless you've been in like a long-term relationship. I mean, we're talking like... Like two weeks. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, I mean, unless you've been in like a long-term serious relationship, I'm not going to give a date on that. I mean, it comes down to if the maturity level is there and you yeah. know the maturity level is there and you decide to join the military or something, 
cool. If you don't, ha- if you know that you don't have that maturity level there, or you haven't been dating yeah. long enough, do not join the military. Within yeah. like when you've been dating somebody for like two months, don't do well, it. Well, there's a saying <laughs> in the core like if the core wanted you to have a wife, they'd issue you one. Yeah, I mean it's just the, yeah military in general. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, the, if the military wanted you to have a wife, they would issue you one. Yeah. And, um. You know, I mean it's it's a hard it's a hard world on families, but it's not impossible by any means. But um, the point, sorry to go back, is, you know, I had this rejection that everyone's familiar with, mm-hmm. and you know, I I'll admit, you know, I dealt with this, I dealt with it, you know, I was I was sad, and I told myself, yeah, I'm yeah. sad, this sucks, you know, and um, there were reasons why it sucked outside of just, you know, just the simple rejection. I mean, it was. Right. A long time of interactions with this person, you know, you're kind of losing all that time. Like we lost 45 minutes of podcast. Um, God, that was rough. <laughs> we broke up with our podcast. It was, oh, it was so that bad. Sucks. I'm <laughs> drinking because of it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, I, I dealt with it. You know, I had to I had to look myself in the mirror and go, you know what? Like, is this the end of the world? Right. You know, and like what I said last time, like. Is this going to matter in a month? Right. You know, that's the way I like to look at things. I mean, oftentimes, like, I start to realize, like, I move from, like, video game to video game or movie series to TV show to TV show, like, pretty much, like, paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. Like, I'll play something for, like, two weeks, and after about two weeks, I'm, like, over it and on to something else. Right. It's kind of just how life goes, at least for me. Um, And... You know, I try and ask myself, you know, on a lot of things in life, do, is this going to matter in a month? Right. And um, that's hard, you know, because you don't want to answer that question at the time, right. you know, because you're like, this sucks. I don't sure. You know, you almost want to, like, invalidate it to yourself, mm-hmm. you know. But um, well, you had said that earlier. Life is life is how you perceive it in, in sports. Um, it's it's ninety percent of how you perceive it and ten percent of actually how it really is. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, and going back to what we were saying before, you know, perception is reality. Right. In Well, I used the example <laughs> you had again, this is we're 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 trying to give you the speed read version. Um he had talked about it, you know, it sucked once something happened, he swung, struck out, is what it is. Moved on. It doesn't help that I'm ugly. You're not. God damn it. You're beautiful <laughs> inside. You're beautiful bastard. Um, God damn it, dude. So, and I was like, uh, I was like, yeah, I totally understand. They even wrote a country song about it. Thank God for unanswered prayers. And I was like, this chick could have had herpes. Like, he could have been. <laughs> oh. For the record, I'm pretty sure that's not the case. But... <laughs> <laughs> that was those flying past success right there. So, <laughs> we didn't say we nailed success. We said that we went past it. Yeah, beer past. Really big beer. Um, yeah, really big beer. It's called a keg. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. That would be a hell of a podcast. That would be fun as shit. <laughs> a keg We're going to have to do that sometime. I, like, just do a keg and get a bunch of people over here and, like, literally oh. just do a podcast while we're, like... I was thinking, like, the two of us at a keg. And I was like, oh... <laughs> I mean, that's a whole nother podcast. I mean, if you give me an IV and a catheter, I mean, <laughs> maybe. 
cake has success. Oh my god. Um, we, could, we could do that for like 50 or something. That'd be funny as fuck. <laughs> Let's go. For podcast 50, it's 50 beers. <laughs> my liver. Yeah, oh my god. Um, I wouldn't eat. Like, I went, oh, I'd probably like piece of bread or something. I don't know. Anyway. Oh so, um, what were we saying? What were we saying? Ugh, we were talking about success. I was talking about how that girl would shut you down probably as herpes. Because he would, he would shut you down, dude. <laughs> no, okay. So, reframing <laughs> is what we're getting at. Reframing a bad situation. Oh, Mental resiliency. Yeah. And then we talked about uh, the last, again, the 45-minute podcast. And we keep drawing, bringing back to that. For uh, baseball. Like, making adjustments and how you look at things. Yeah. And sorry if that was really loud. We need to move the phone around. Um, but in baseball, I mean, you do that game to game, inning to inning, pitch to pitch. You just you're constantly making little adjustments. The game is constantly changing. And and to me, I do that. I have to do that almost every day, especially with what I do is which interacting with clients. You know, God, dude, I'm part time psychologist, and how you do oh, yeah. stuff. So one well, because you have to understand your people. Yeah, like I uh, mean, it, oh, it, yeah, coaching, coaching is leadership. Honestly, that's all it is. And oh, the beauty of oh my god, dude, it's so amazing. Like we, it's funny. Like when it rains, it pours. Um, we got talking about what a leader is, and compared to like a boss or yeah. a manager. Yeah, leadership and versus management. Leadership is not a. A promotion leadership does not come with any financial advantage does not come with any authority or seniority leadership is very simply taking care of the person to your left and to your right yeah that's it that's that's the only thing that's required you yeah. don't get an increase in pay there's no title change that's all it is and well I mean you can you can have somebody who you know even the army <clears throat> my old first sergeant you say it all the time is like hey you know E5s, sergeants, you know, if you don't want your job, I will take a E3 who wants the job. I will put him in your spot. Yeah. I don't care. If he wants to do the job and he can do it better than you and you obviously don't want it, I will change it out, you know? Yeah. And um, it never happened, of course. But, Absolutely. Um, it shouldn't. That... Uh, the title or rank does not equal leadership. I mean, that's something that I've been dealing with in my um, in my uh, civilian job now. Is um, you know we had a guy who, long story short, I was up against him mm-hmm. um, for a management position. I've been there, um, the highly highly qualified. Yeah, fight to the death would have been nice. Nice, um, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> You know, basically, I was I was fully qualified for the position, right, right. and um, in fact, there's very few things where I've walked out of like an interview because they did in-house interviews before like a board, so to speak, mm-hmm. which of course I was used to from the army. And uh, there's been very few that I've walked out of, and I was like, I freaking nailed it. Yeah. I mean, all my years, you, you know. Called me. Yeah. I remember that you're like, dude, I nailed this shit. Yeah, dude, I I did. Like, I knew. I mean. Yeah. If I was grading it, I would have got, given myself like 99, 100%, something like that. Yeah, I mean, I That's a lot of nailed it. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a lot and, of And uh, long story short, they gave it to this other guy. And and forgive me if I rant about this a little bit, but um, long story short, they gave it to this other guy. Yeah. And uh, he he's not qualified for the position. Right. He hasn't been there long enough for seniority. Uh-huh. He hasn't. Um, he doesn't even have the certifications that are required to even maintain his position now, let alone right. go to a management position. Um, and you know, all that's fine. You know, whatever, fine. You know, if they decide to put somebody in that position, fine. That's okay. Right. But the thing that bothers me now is that we're starting to see how his leadership qualities are not there. Oh, okay. Basically, right. basically, he BS'd his way through the interview and said what needed to be said right. and impressed them enough. But... Now that it's time for him well, to, you know, drop into, like, leadership stuff. And, and forgive me if, if, if this is overstepping, um, but I believe he also had a quote-unquote inside track. Yeah, I mean, I think there's some stuff there that's, oh, that's you know, that's sort of... That's, that's I mean, and, that, and that's business, too, is sometimes there's just, we want this guy, you know... Yeah. Well, my dad... God, dude, I had so much... In my experience with baseball, as far as playing-wise, uh, was was pretty brutal. It was pretty sad. Um, just the amount of shit I went through um, outside of the baseball field. Like, on the field it was fantastic, but just going through outside of it, dealing with coaches and uh, advisors and just all sorts of stupid shit. Um, my dad always had a saying, though. He's like, the gold always comes out in the wash. You know, you'll find out in the end who's who and what they're made of. Yeah. And I think that's exactly what you're seeing right now. Well, I mean, even even the Bible talks about it. Mm. You know, at the end of the time, gold like, mining? hmm, what? Last and gold rush. <laughs> um, no, uh, boom, gold, gold delivery. Oh, oh. <laughs> stupid inside jokes. Anyway, um, but I mean, it talks about how you know you have you have the wheat and the chaff versus like the gold, right? And stuff. And basically, what it's saying is like eventually when everything burns away all the stuff that doesn't matter what matters will remain about a month from now about a month from now <laughs> and uh your dad's absolutely right yeah you know i mean all the people who well it's funny is baseball such a small world like it's crazy how small this world is oh yeah it's insane how small this world is like i can't tell you i've had clients um that come in and from a variety of, of different training jobs and like we had one who came in and they came down for a wedding they are from uh, our, our neighbors up north and they ended up being from the same uh, uh, province 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 I think so that my aunt and uncle are from we talked about this and then he played the same golf course that my uncle played like, it's crazy how small this world is, or even just, uh, like, just coaches, or who knows who, or whose kid is who, and whose software engineer is, is plays on the, the freshman team. Like, it's insane how small this world is, and how anything you do, someone knows someone, um, or, you know, on the fire department, or is a coach at a college, or, it's crazy just how goddamn small this world well, I mean, that brings me back to what, what did we talk about at the very beginning was, or not of this, but of the night, we were talking about how 
you know, your own reputation, so to speak, matters. You know, and that's not necessarily reputation, but more of, um, what's the word I'm trying to get at? But, to, well, I, I guess to speak through an analogy, the amount of people who will, you know, post some pictures from some party, mm-hmm. you know, drunk party or whatever, doing something stupid, and their boss sees it and they get fired for it. Or something right. along those lines, like, you know, because, you know, Facebook, all those sort of things, like, everybody's interconnected, like... Oh, man. You know, that kind of, that kind of stuff happens. I mean, even, right. even the Army, like, we call it OPSEC. I mean, that's, like, obviously, like, super serious, but, like, you're not supposed to say, like, dates. You're not supposed to right. say specific information that can get away any sort of... Um, I get someone killed. Pertinent information. I mean, yeah. as, as the old things go, like... Loose lip, loose lips sink ships is what they called it. Right. But like, like I see it all the time on social media is when like a kid's going off to basic training, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, he'll be on social media like I ship out January first, like, um, or whatever specific day. And it's like, don't say that. Like, obviously, like for a kid, you know, who's joining, like nobody freaking cares for the most part. But like, the thing is, is that sort of mentality. You know, five years down the line, like, oh, yeah, like, this entire company is headed over to Kuwait, and then they're going and dropping on a C-130 12 hours later into Afghanistan at this base. Yeah. Maybe that freaking matters, you right. know, because next thing you know, like, you know, Mr. Jihad is watching you on social media... And it, no, it's it's true though. I mean, right. the thing is, is like operational security, opsec. Yeah. Now that opsec idea translates into, you know, anybody's civilian life. Is right. that like, be aware? As my dad used to always say, be aware of what's around you. Uh-huh. That was his big advice to me, my entire life growing up. Be aware of what's around you. And at the time, as a kid, I was like, I know, Dad. Like, look both ways before walking across the street. Like. But his point was, like, be careful about, like, what you put out to the world. Like, pay attention to that. Because if you just blast any and all information or whatever, like, here's a good thing. Like, be authentic Mm -hmm. in who you are as a person. But strategically speaking... Being 100% honest and not having any, I don't want to call secrets, what am I getting at? But like, if your complete character and your complete intentions and plans and all that is like thrown out to the rest of the world, to anybody, even those who you don't necessarily trust, anybody can manipulate you. Right. Like, it just makes sense, right? Like, if you're like, oh yeah, like... five foot ten blonde girls with a Russian accent, like, they just, they get me every time, you know, like, I will devote, you know, I'm just, just butter, right? Like, if, if that's just well known about you. Is is that your, that was oddly specific, five ten Russian blonde? Well, I'm six, I know you like blonde. I'm six one and Swedish, so, you know. Five ten Russian? What's up with the Russian? I don't know. You're not a vodka guy. No, I am a vodka guy. That's why I don't drink oh, it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> vodka makes me cuddly. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, no vodka. 
Um, oh, everyone, it's always tequila for everybody else. No, 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 no. Vodka. Oh, hey, look, it's AJ. Hang on. Hi! Hello? <laughs> <laughs> We're recording a podcast. Great awkward silence. <laughs> you just said hi like you say hi to Logan when we get home. Like, Hello. <laughs> uh, okay. What? You're you're not a fifty pound German Shepherd? I mean, I think it'll work. But go to your room. <laughs> I you could close your eyes and I could bark. That's about as close as we're gonna get. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So, back to the 5 to 10 blonde chick um, with a Russian accent. Um, <laughs> Hello. 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 Comrade. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, my point is that, like, if you completely wear yourselves out on your sleeves, so to speak, obviously, strategically speaking, it's foolishness. But, I mean, there's a lot that can be extrapolated there, and that's a, that's a big balancing game. But I'm beating a dead Russian horse at this point. The horse won. I don't know, man. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't know. I think, I think the point that I'm really trying to get at is, you know, if I could convey anything to anybody is, be careful about what you put out to the world. Um, there's no sense in harm in being yourself, but at the same time, just be smart in what you what you do. You know, I mean, there's nothing that's going to get you anywhere towards success um, if. If you're, if you're not being wise in what you're putting out to the world, you know, um, I think there's a certain amount of realism, you know, as we talked about before, you know, you can be too serious, like with podcasts and stuff like that. We talked about that. Um, but at the same time, going overboard into, you know, I'm not giving personal identifying information out on this podcast other than using my name, you know. Or if that is your real name. That's true. Um, so. Wink, wink. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, <laughs> nudge. Um, no, but like, that's one thing, you know, as you've seen, like my name on social media is not my real name. Yeah. You know, um, that's part of the reason I do that. Um, but. I think the point that I'm really trying to get at there is be wise in how you present yourself. Be aware of the world around you. I think a lot of people don't. Just drive through a parking lot and you'll realize that. <laughs> people don't don't care. They don't pay attention to the rest of the world around them. They think that That's they can true, just man. kind of like go on autopilot. Even just cruising down your street. Coming up here for the podcast, there was a vehicle that was going like 10 miles an hour in the middle of the road, like dead center of the road. I'm like, what are you doing? They were looking at house numbers. They were oblivious to the world around them because they were trying to see a house number. <laughs> and, and I'm like, 
So you cruise behind them, and finally, you know, they're looking left to right, and they finally probably glance in their mirror, and they see it, and they're like, oh, shit. You know, they, they, they weren't being a dick. They were just oblivious, and it comes off as rude because they weren't considerate of others. Yeah. You know, and that's shit like that's frustrating. But it is what it is. I mean, that's, that's, that's part of living in a city. You're going to deal with that. Everybody gets a driver's license. Well, but that's exactly the point, though, right? I mean, like, that's the kind of stuff you're going to see in the city, but does... Does, is that does that give it a pass? Um, I mean, you're gonna see it more, but I mean, does that make it I acceptable think, behavior? I think for them, no, they should pay attention. But for your sanity, I think you have to let it go. I think that right there is a huge thing in life. I think that yeah. right there. I mean, the the aspect of being able to I guess, so to speak, like disconnect from it all oh, and realize, yeah, and I just brought up the cheese sits are coming out. <laughs> all right, now <laughs> shit gets real. Um, no, but I mean, realizing that I think we should be holding each other to a certain standard, meaning yeah. like, is this acceptable behavior? Well, no, it really isn't. I, I mean, like cheeses, man. I like cheeses, but like. Okay, the guy's walking down, or not walking, he's driving down the middle of the street, mm-hmm. looking for house numbers. Could he be doing better at his particular task at the moment? Yes, yes he could, you know? He could have used a smartphone and found it and got directions first. At least well, come close. He could be on, I don't know, one side of the freaking road. That'd be nice. You know? That'd be changed. That would be that would be the smartest thing. Right. If he's going slow, he's going slow, whatever, he's looking for house members. But like, here's an idea. If you're using a smartphone, it's gonna tell you pretty much within like a ten feet radius of whether or not you're close to that house or not. Park at that spot, get out, look. Right. You know, park your car, whatever, and look. Like, oh God forbid you get a hundred meters worth of exercise of walking, yeah. you know? But like, my point. This is like courteous driving with Matt. Tune in next time before we learn how to parallel park. My point is like, <laughs> I pu- I put myself through a filter all the time of like, how could I be doing this task better? Okay. How does it affect others? Right. How does it affect me? How does it affect the person who it pertains to? So yeah. like, there's an aspect of it. Um, I may want to pay attention to. You know how fast I'm driving because I want to get to work on time. Is that courteous to everybody else around me? Um, but at the same time, uh, how does that affect? You know, if I'm meeting somebody for a date and I show up ten minutes late yeah. because I was trying to be overly courteous to everybody else driving. Okay, well you could say. Well, you were doing the right thing that you were being a safe driver, and now you're late for this date, which makes it worse on this other person. Well, How ultimately, where are you going? Well, you got there ten minutes earlier. <laughs> Jesus. That that's a good point. But <laughs> <laughs> my point is, like at the end of the day, I would argue that the thing is, you fa- you failed the plan. I was gonna say leave ten minutes earlier. Exactly. You know if yeah. if it normally takes you ten minutes to drive to this place. Yeah. But that's at, you know, 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and there's no traffic, and now it's 5 o'clock at night. Yeah, good luck, bro. Yeah, good luck, you know. My point is, like, pay attention to the world around you. Pay attention to how you're interacting with it, Mm -hmm. you know. And 
plan accordingly. Right. And then, and then going back to what we said before, is that when you do happen to fail, which yeah. you inevitably will, yeah. learn from it. Doers make mistakes, man. If you ain't making mistakes, you ain't doing anything. You know? I mean, what does it say? The wisest people in the world are the ones who are the foolish the most or whatever? Like, that's not saying go be a fool so you can be wise, but like... I don't know. You've had practice? Is that what they're talking about? I, well, we had a, a trainer write a, a workout this week. And he did something called a wise push-up. Do you know what that is? Don't I've never heard of that before in my life. Don't do it. Well, see, that's, that was my sarcastic <laughs> response. They were like, hey, have you ever heard of a wise push-up? And I was like, like getting underneath a barbell. And, and then we asked one of the other guys. And we're Bringing like, frankincense and myrrh? I yeah, don't be, know. Well, that's what I was thinking. Like hands together or something. You know, your typical manger pose. But I, I don't know. Did you say ranger heard? pose? Manger. Oh. Yeah, ranger like, pose. Like, the idea of, like, <laughs> the idea of, like, self-reflection and kill. inner peace is not the thing when I think of army rangers. Like, no. Straight I have line, inner peace. Kill. I am one with the universe. Fuck you! Like, <laughs> ranger smash! Like, yeah. Oh, rangers. I'm sorry if I, like, blew out your ears while you are listening. Uh, your you probably did. Waiting in an airport... You know, gate. Yeah. Ah, oh, funny story, and then we'll end it. We're sitting in the hospital case having her surgery on her shoulder, and my mom is scrolling through Facebook, and she has it on loud, and it's and she's scrolling through, and she's watching videos, and it's like, oh, hey, check out this video of a cute raccoon. And the raccoon goes up to the dog bowl and grabs the dog food with his hands, and right as he does... It yells, fuck the police, and straight from the underground. And this dead quiet hospital lobby. <laughs> Have you seen those ones? There's the same thing, and it's like, it's, it's a lead up like that, but then it's like, they've yeah. cut like 20 seconds of like a porno of like a girl moaning. Have you seen oh, those on Facebook? Yeah. Same thing. Logan, my dog is trying to get it. Oh, the nobles. The baby. Come here. Anyways, guys, this has been a beer past success. I hope you enjoyed. We got a new podcast coming out next week. Heads up for it again. My name is Todd. You probably know me as TJ. It's Matt. Logan, you want to say hello? Logan. You want to say hello? He's not really much of a barker. Oh, it's the babies. It's the babies. He's a baby. All right, guys. We'll see you next week.